0: Welcome to the Blended Podcast with Megan and Derek. 40% of American families are blended. Megan and Derek are part of just two of those. Join them as they navigate through the ups and downs of being in a blended family. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Blended Podcast. This is part two Mm -hmm. of our series of how do you talk to kids about the craziness that's going on in the world. And Meg, I kid you not. We recorded the last podcast. Yeah. The next day my family went to our local favorite restaurant. Uh-huh. And usually when we're there, uh-huh. because it's a it's a Mexican restaurant. Right. It's a soccer game. It's a sporting event. Something yeah. is playing on the televisions. <laughs> they literally had a news. news channel on like Fox News uh. on repeat the same images over. And over again. Luckily, my kids' backs were to the, the television, right. and they didn't have to sit there and watch it the entire meal. Yeah. But it was so dead on. Like, we right. had just talked about this.
1: So if you didn't listen to the first part of this, definitely go back and listen to that. We touch on things like li- limiting, letting them see, like Derek said, those images and videos because the news does show I mean, those it on like- repeat. So in their minds, this is happening again and again and again. They don't realize it's the same scene
0: well, for playing me,
1: over and over again.
0: Sitting there watching it, and they kept showing the same clips over and over. Yeah. Like Eventually, I was like, man, they have really upped. And right. then I stopped to really watch it and was like, oh those the are the same, same clips scene. right but even yeah even more so i Al- get it now
1: also in that last episode we talk about just explaining the basics when they ask and more on that yep. and then taking their fears seriously don't try to explain them away like really listen and then older kids you know it's okay to let them research things of course with your supervision of like if there was a tornado or a hurricane or a war you know let them research that look into it a little bit to better understand what's going on.
0: And so if you haven't listened to that one, we highly suggest pause this one. Yeah. Go back and listen to the last one and then come back and let's finish this conversation. Yeah.
1: And then subscribe. Of course, yeah. it just makes it easier. That way you'll always get the episodes and you won't miss one this week, though. We are going to be talking about a few other points. Of course, we are not experts. These are just things that we have um, researched and looked into ways to deal with this with our own kids and, yeah, we're, we're a blended podcast because Derek and I are both part of blended families. But this stuff is good for any family talking with your kids.
0: Yeah, because let's be honest. Did your parents talk about Columbine?
1: Right, no. Did your
0: parents talk about <laughs> O.J. Simpson trial right. or Desert Storm? No, but my teacher showed but, it to us. But
1: <laughs> They probably me, did after I went home and said, Mom, we're watching this, you know.
0: For me, I can remember to this day being, I mean, that was probably what? Desert Storm 93 94 yeah. 10 years old to 12 mm-hmm. years old the exact age of my boys. Right. And I'm
1: not understanding.
0: No, but remember hearing my dad make this statement if they re you know if they reinstalled the draft. Yeah. I will sign up if that keeps my nephews who are right. 18 from going. Uh-huh. So then in my mind Right, you're like I my thought, dad's
1: going to go. My
0: dad's going to this war right. where people die. Uh-huh. And I remember like
1: not understanding.
0: Not understanding it.
1: Yep absolutely so that's all we're trying to do is just bring some awareness bring up these tough conversations because i'll be honest i get uncomfortable like this all spurred from you know my stepdaughter my husband was praying at dinner and he mentioned praying for those people in ukraine and russia and so after the prayer she was like what's happening in ukraine and russia why are we praying for you know what i mean so it's like answering those questions One of the other tips we have is be a calming influence. So keep calm. (laughs) This is something, first of all, my husband hates to drive with me because I'm a gasper. I am like, (gasps) you know, and he just thinks, he's like, what? And I'll be like looking at my phone. I'm like, oh, nothing. (laughs) So-and-so He's like, do not do that while I'm driving. And same thing. If something flashes across the screen that is like gasp worthy, kind of try to watch your gasp. You know, right. if your kids are in there because then they're going to look or they're going to be scared. What? Why? You know, and I mean, Lena's like that. If we laugh at something, she's like, what? What? Why did you laugh at that? You know what I mean? Right. So same thing if I'm, you know, some oh, this is horrible. You know, they are hearing those things and then they're going to be watching it. So reassure them that. Look, this stuff's going on over here, but we're safe. Our family is safe. There isn't a war happening right here where we are, and or even just acknowledge. I know these images are scary, but that's not what's happening right here where we are. Well, and
0: sometimes I think the gas comes from we we have perfected already reading the scrolling head. right? So, so they so we don't might see be anything. Gasping at that. And they don't see it, right? So then you're going to bring attention to whatever right. scrolling, which you might not want to have to read to them, right? You know, if it's hundreds dead yeah, it's or, or whatever. Definitely something
1: I need to work on because I am a gasper. Or if I read something, you know, even on social media, and I say, "Oh my gosh, that's horrible," you know, right. or something, and then it's like, "What's horrible? Nothing," you words, know, like
0: <laughs> words matter, tone matters, and mm-hmm. that thing, you know, like yeah you know, you gasp like you're scared in a haunted house. Like that's not no. a good thing. You know what I mean? That's not no, a good thing in their my mind. my husband
1: when he drives. He I know.
0: hates it. <laughs> my wife does that too.
1: Another thing that's important is keeping a schedule. So with all the craziness going on, keeping your schedule the same and so that they can see like, yes, this news is happening. It is important. We should be praying for it, things like that. But Our routine isn't affected. We are still going to sports. You're still going to school. We're going to the grocery store. Things are normal around here. And it's just comforting that they know, like, they can be aware of it, but they can see, like, hey, it's not right here in the last episode. We talked about even bringing out a map and showing them, here's where this is happening. Here's where we are. Right. Like, as of right now, we are good. Like, everything is okay here.
0: Right, because in a kid's mind, you could say, you know... Ukraine, and they might think that's as close as your next next county,
1: right? County. They don't understand the distance, you know. Or if there's a hurricane or a tornado or something, it's like they may think that's right next door to where they are, when in reality it's across the country. So just showing them, and just you know, the comfort of a schedule, and especially in blended families, schedule is very important. Sticking with that,
0: and there'll be less downtime that they could stroll on YouTube or you know, Google or anywhere Uh and maybe come across the story because, you know, it happens.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Um, Also, encouraging play. So I know a lot of kids, you know, if you ask kids what they want to be when they grow up, a lot of kids will say a fireman, a policeman, you know, these types of things. So letting them play like the helpers. So they may see the news story where, you know, police and firemen are going in to help these situations or the army or, you know, these types of things. Let them reenact these things as the helpers. And kind of right. play it out, you know, like role play. But, of course, if it becomes aggressive, intervene, and those types of things. But just for the most part, like letting them work that out.
0: I mean, for decades, little boys have run around the yards. Right. Running around neighborhoods. Yeah. And I say little boys just because that's my experience. <laughs> right. But playing Army soldiers, Army men. Right. And, and, and I think it's, you know, it's like anything else. It helps... It helps with that fear, right? Like I'm afraid of a soldier. I'm afraid right. because it means war, it means yeah. death. And then you're out in public, and there's sometimes that, um, you know, say a, a flood or a hurricane or a tornado comes through yeah. where you are, got, and the like, National the Guard shows yeah. <laughs> up, and then your kids are terrified because they, they just relate there. that with war and people dying, right. and not people actually sacrificing just to be helped sometimes
1: right so encourage this type of play you know and being the police officer being right. the army person that's there so another good way also after an event emphasize the positive and i can't help but always think of the
0: stroller story
1: No, well, no, but that's a good one. I always think of the Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers quote. Yeah, where he says, when I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. So so, the story
0: with that is, if you'd want to show them a good story of helpers, Mm -hmm. um, there are some ladies in Poland Mm -hmm. that were setting out their strollers at at the, the train depot mm-hmm. so that when the refugees from ukraine made it to the train depot if they were moms mm-hmm. they weren't able to take their strollers they'd have just, a way to yeah
1: transport that, their kids they
0: would have a way to push their kids around transport mm-hmm. them safely and they left notes on it saying hey use this right you know give pass it on when if you're get done with it right. Like that showing is, your
1: kids these types of things right. they can see the helpers and i know you know with for us locally uh our one of our partners, God's Pit Crew, like just showing them the things that they do in in a right. natural disaster and things like that. Like, look, these people are taking bottles of water and blessing buckets and things like that. So
0: Then there's musicians and churches that are doing benefits and like raising money to send to people. Right, Like share those stories. Yeah,
1: not just all of the negative.
0: Right. We can get focused on the negative and we can get focused on the political aspect of mm-hmm. it. But we also can use it as a teaching experience Mm -hmm. to show our kids that in every situation, if you try and want too hard enough, you can be a helper.
1: Absolutely. And then that takes us to the last point. Find a way to help. Not just tell them about the helpers, but find a way to help and include your kid in this. So whether it's donations or volunteering to pass out bottles of water or, you know, finding ways to donate money or donate blood. I mean, maybe your kids obviously can't donate the blood, but let them see you do that. Mm -hmm. Let them see the way to help because, trust me, if they can see it, they're going to want to be like you. When they get older and they're able to do these things for themselves, those right. are the things they're going to remember. My mom, my dad, you know, whatever, always showed me how to help out in these in these types of events, so... Just so important, and like I said, we're all learning. We are walking through this life together, and we welcome any more of these that you have. We'd love to do a whole nother episode on ways to talk to our kids about, you know, events going on around the world and maybe something that's worked for your family that we didn't mention. We would love to hear that.
0: Right, because, well, and and at the end of the day, in my mind, if you can talk about those things open Mm -hmm. and honestly— it's going to create a relationship that you're able to talk about right. other things open and honestly. And yeah. if you're willing to sit there and listen to their fears and, and you know, sometimes I'll be honest. I am the worst at this. You know, I've got a son that doesn't like to go down to the basement to him by right. himself. He says it's scary. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out for the life of me why it's scary. Right, We're all in the house. It's not dark. Right. Doors are locked. What scares you? What scares you? Right. He can't tell me what it is. And so sometimes those conversations are a long time before right. you finally hear the reason. But if we're not having them,
1: right, then they're never going to know.
0: Never going to know. And I'm just going to constantly be frustrated with him, which is going to make him feel like <laughs> right. his fears are frustrated by right. other people. This or, is not
1: worth telling anybody about right. because they're it's not going to make sense to them yeah absolutely i definitely could do better at that too because i'm always like it's fine go ahead you're good yeah quit being afraid of that why once. are you
0: afraid there's, we are in this house together <laughs> right
1: i'm not gonna let anything happen to you right okay but dad there's but a fear for whatever reason that
0: doesn't help me not be afraid in right. this moment mm-hmm. so hopefully conversations like this um can be jump starters to be able to really open talk about other fears they have other things that are going on i mean i think about it like if you can't open and honestly talk about a war that's going on right. how are you going to talk about <laughs> a, a war divorce? that's going
1: on in their in their school
0: or <laughs> I mean, you know a divorce that you happen between their parents right. or a uh, relationship with a new significant other yeah How, it's
1: you, it's one of our ways yeah <laughs> you know what i mean be. like you have to communicate and yep. not just with your ex but with your kids you know what i mean and have the tough conversations because that's that's what most of the teenage years are is having those tough conversations and learning to listen and and respect you know their fears and right. just being able to have that the tough conversation. And
0: it's as easy to start it as like, "Hey, have you heard about what's going on in Ukraine?" Right. Yeah. Well, what do you know about it?
1: Right. Tell me what you've heard or what you think is happening.
0: Right. And and so you know that's an incredible way to start a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know it's uh, it's important because at that point then you can help control the narrative in their minds. Right. Because who knows what other people are uh-huh. telling them what social media could be telling them that it's false, or way blown up truth.
1: Anytime my my daughter that's 17, Tana, anytime she's ever throughout her life has came to me and asked me, what does this mean? You know what I mean? And sometimes they were things I did not want to be talking about with my 10 and 11-year-old, you know, at that time. But she'd say, somebody said this, what does it mean? I always said, what do you think it means?
0: Because maybe they have enough of a grasp of it you don't need to go any further. Absolutely.
1: There were times she knew more than I wanted her to know, and she was accurate. And I would say, that is true. This is the deal. You know what I mean? But then other times she would tell me, and it's like, who said that? Who said that? You know what I mean? That that has nothing to do with this. You know what I Uh mean? So just I always love to hear what they already know. Right. You know what I mean? And that makes your kids comfortable enough to tell you. This is what I know. And then, like Derek said, it just opens up that makes it more comfortable because there are a lot of awkward conversations we're going to have with our kids. Let's just be yeah. honest. And, and well, this is no different. Or
0: you're not. And I, I can just speak right. as somebody who my parents were wonderful people. Right. They oh, were loving, too. supportive, But did not have these conversations. I didn't have a conversation uh-uh. about anything in no. life. Yeah, And it was a was. very difficult adolescent teenage right. years you figured
1: it out for yourself and that wasn't always worse. best exactly yep absolutely so don't be afraid to have the tough conversations communication is important for every relationship in your life
0: hey thanks for listening to the blended podcast if you haven't already please hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to uh, you can also go to facebook.com backslash the blended podcast give that a like join the conversation if you've got anything that you'd like to add to this conversation or maybe just feedback of like i never thought of that that's a good point right. we'd love to hear yeah. from you so that we know how better to serve you and having wonderful conversations that help your blended family be better Thanks for listening to The Blended Podcast with Megan and Derek, a positive alternative radio production. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. You can learn more at walkfm.org. Looking for another great podcast? Get quick encouragement on the go with your encouraging five-minute podcast. It's a weekly dose of encouragement to start your week off right. Search your encouraging five-minute podcast today.